Douglas to come and pass these handouts. We're going to be finishing up our study tonight. It's page number six we've given you. And uh, basically, this has just got uh, scriptures on there. Got a few extra things, but uh, we want to um, finishing up our study of, of Mark. And we've learned some interesting things and studying about Mark and uh, we're going to end it off tonight in a uh, big power up, I guess you'd say. We're going to be in the last chapter of Mark chapter 16. And I've got our scriptures divided into three parts. And it's how we're going to break down the scriptures that I'm, I'm reading. We're going to read Mark uh, 16, uh, beginning to verse 9, and read through uh, verse 14. And that first section, I'm naming it Overcoming Carnality. To complete the commission. What we're going to be reading tonight is the commission that Jesus gave his disciples before he went away. Um, some other writers recorded this, but Mark added something to it that Matthew didn't add in the 28th chapter. And I'm going to first talk a little about, about overcoming carnality, and we might think carnality or flesh, uh, being fleshly uh, has to do with, with lust or, or something of that nature, but um, carnality is more to it than that, <coughs> and uh, I'm going to covet your prayers as I attempt to uh, teach tonight. Um, that the Lord will help me keep this coffin down. Uh, beginning at verse 9. <coughs> now when he rose early on the first day of the week, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene, out of whom he had cast seven demons. She went and told those who had been with him as they mourned and wept. And when they heard that he was alive and they had been seen by her, notice they did not believe. Some people might be surprised, but you can link just simply not believing. That's carnality. That's carnality. <coughs> when we refused to believe. After that, he appeared in another form to two of them as they walked and went into the country. <coughs> and they went and told to the rest, but they did not believe them either. Later, he appeared to the eleven 
as they sat at the table, and he rebuked their unbelief and hardness of heart because they did not believe those who had seen him after he had risen. <coughs> These were the, uh, the 11 apostles, the ones closest to him. And when they heard the testimony from Mary Magdalene first, and there were some other women there, they did not believe. Uh, and then he appeared to two more as they was walking down the road, and he talked with them. And they went back and they told the, uh, the apostles, but they did not believe. <coughs> I want to talk about stubborn unbelief. Stubborn unbelief. And the reason why I say that is because he rebuked their unbelief and hardness of heart. Now, stop and think about this. If the apostles can get a hard heart, don't think you and I can't. Because sometimes we get set in our ways. Amen. And this is what the uh, disciples was doing. They had gotten set in their ways. I mean, they had done convinced their own self, Brother Douglas, that it was all over. <coughs> I'm sure after the um, crucifixion, when they got together, I don't know exactly what they talked about, but I could just overhear some of them now. What are we going to do? We left our whole life to follow Jesus. Now it's over. Matthew may be over sitting here. Yeah, I used to be a tax collector. I used to make good money. It's gone. James and John said, well, what do you think about us? We left our father Zebedee sitting in the fishing boat. <coughs> and we, he had a good business on the Sea of Galilee. They were professional fishermen. They made a good living. But now, we thought Jesus was going to sit on the throne. But it's all over. He's dead. Let me tell you something. Because of Jesus, always remember, death is not final. Jesus made it possible for us to go on to life everlasting. Can you say amen? <coughs> I want you to look at Luke 24, 10 and 11. And this tells another little part of it. <coughs> it was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and the other women with them who told these things to the apostles. Look at verse 11. And their words seemed to them like idle tales. Hallelujah. Now I know what, you're, what you women are saying. So yeah, we can't never get the men to listen to us. Now I know what you're thinking. 
Here, the, here was these ladies trying to tell the apostles, the Lord's alive. We've seen him. Mary Magdalene spoke up and said, I talked to him. He talked to me. He called me by my name, Mary. But they didn't believe. Their words seemed to them like idle tales, and they did not believe them. Church, <coughs> one reason why we can't see more of the power of God moving in our services and in our lives is because we haven't overcome the carnality yet. And part of carnality is refusing to believe. Refusing to believe. I wonder, I wonder, we have people come up to get prayer all the time. But I wonder how many people who come up to get prayer, I wonder how many people come up to have a prayer cloth on Norland really expect something to happen. I heard something Brother Douglas said one time. He said he's surprised if it don't happen. And that's the way we need to be. And if we if if we don't have that kind of faith, we still got some carnality in us that we need to deal with. Because there was a commission given to us, and we got to believe what the book says if we're going to be able to complete that commission. Now, let's go to part two, meeting the mandate. Verse 15, and he said to them, go, where, down the block? Into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Do you know, I've actually had some people ask me, Brother Sammy, why in the world do you want to go to Africa for? I've been asked that. This verse right here answers that question. Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. This right here is not, was not just given to them back then, but if you call yourself a child of God, he's talking to you and me today. Now, you say, well, you know, circumstances, I can't, I can't do that. But see, what happened is everybody who did whatever part <coughs> to send me, you were sending yourself. And everybody who becomes saved and knows the Lord... Through seeds planted, if you help, or if you just prayed a prayer, Lord, be it Brother Sammy today. Help Brother Sammy today. God's going to give you some credit. And you might get to heaven one day 
and find a couple other um, diamonds in your crown, you say, where did them come from? That's when you helped send pastor to Africa. Come on, somebody. Amen. Hallelujah. I believe that just as sure as I believe that I'm standing here in front of you today. Go into all the world. Now, I want to say this. There's two or three countries that seems to get all the attention and all the money. Seems like everybody wants to go to Mexico, to Haiti, or the Philippines. I cannot tell you how much money has been pumped in those countries. Not saying nothing against that. There are souls there too. But let me tell you something. There's the, the, the whole continent of Africa is still wide open. <coughs> Brother Michael had a missionary come four years ago and explained to him better the way of salvation and baptized him four years ago in Jesus' name. And that missionary went on somewhere else. And he never heard nobody else take it any further until I come along. Rwanda is wide open. Somebody needs to answer the call to go there. It can be a full-time missionary to help those people. Because notice... For those of you that are here, this is the words you read, means it's the words of Jesus. He said, go <coughs> into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, and he who does not believe will be condemned. Hallelujah. That tells it to you right there, folks. Especially all those folks that says baptism don't have nothing to do with it. Baptism's a part of it. Amen, it's a part of it. Now, the third part of our lesson tonight, I want to talk about endorsement of the message. Beginning at verse 17. And these signs will follow them or those who believe. In my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly, anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. And they will lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. So then, after the Lord has spoken to them, he was received up into heaven, sat down at the right hand of God. And they went out and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them, confirming the word through the accompanying signs. Amen. A few things I'm going to talk about that as we end up tonight. Notice what he said in verse 17. And these signs will follow those who believe. We got too many people today trying to follow the signs. 
They got it out of order. I don't follow the signs. The signs follow me. If I preach the word, if I preach the truth, the Lord will confirm that word preached with these signs. <coughs> and all those who believe, these signs shall follow them who believe. Somebody said, I don't believe in all that stuff. Don't worry. If you don't believe, it ain't going to happen to you. <laughs> it won't happen. If you don't believe, it ain't going to happen. But Jesus said, in my name, you're going to cast out devils. You're going to speak with new tongues. You're going to take up the serpents. Let me say this right now. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm like Wendy Bagwell. When old Wendy and his group went up there to the hills of East Tennessee years ago, that song they put out years ago, it, it came from a real experience. And while they were singing, then people got to shouting, and they pulled up a box and <coughs> started picking out them big old rattlers and copperheads, dancing around there. <laughs> Wendy's wife, looking around, said, where's the back door? Wendy said, I done looked, there ain't one. She said, Rick, and where do they want one? <laughs> and, and after service, he saw pictures of people hanging on the wall. And he asked the pastor, said, who are all them people hanging on the wall? He said, Brother Wendy, them are people who picked up the serpent but lost their faith and got bit. He said, I'm afraid I'd be in that crowd right there. He said, uh, Brother Wendy, you mean tell me if the Lord tells you to pick up the snake, you won't do it? He said, yes, sir. If the Lord tells me to, but he didn't, and I ain't. <laughs> this one scripture right here is how people twist things to come up with a big doctrine about something that the Bible don't teach. Remember when Jesus was tempted by the devil? He said, if you be the Son of God, he carried him up um, to the pinnacle of the temple, way up there. He said, if you be the Son of God, cast yourself off. Because the scripture says that he'd give the angels charge, let's say any time you dash your foot against a stone. <coughs> and Jesus told the devil, it is written, you shall not tempt the Lord thy God. Now, what this scripture talking about is years later, Paul was shipwrecked on an island. And they was gathering firewood to build a fire. <coughs> and a viper come out, latched a hold of Paul's hand, and he just shook him off in the fire. 
He didn't swell up. Nothing happened to him. And all those people believed then because that viper that bit him, somebody would usually fall dead within a matter of minutes. But Paul didn't go looking for a snake. The snake found him. That's what this scripture's talking about. We don't need to be tempting God. God will take care of you <coughs> if something like that happens. Ending up, the Bible said, the Lord working with them, confirming <coughs> the word through the accompanying signs. That word confirmed, I looked up the synonyms. It means substantiate, the verify, authenticate, and validate. So God does work miracles. <coughs> he heals the sick. He does all kinds of stuff like that. But there's always a purpose. There's always a purpose. And that purpose is to confirm his word. Amen. It never was meaning to be put out front. The message is what's got to be out front. You, you, where it's preached or where it's testified, you give somebody a testimony. Amen. God will confirm. If you, if you meet somebody in Walmart, Brother Paul, and you give them just a testimony, you tell them some, some things God's done for you, and, and they ask, ask you to pray for them, and God heals them, that's God confirming the word of your testimony. Amen. That's what it's all about. <coughs> so, we got to overcome the carnality. We got, and, and that includes unbelief. We got to meet the mandate. Go into all the world, preach the gospel to every creature. No matter where it's at, God's concerned about people everywhere. No matter where. And then God will endorse the message. Let's all stand together. I appreciate your attention tonight and putting up with my infirmities because I uh, definitely are battling having a hard time getting this out tonight but uh, we appreciate you being here